This radio show is a paid placement. It's time for Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. Your retirement coaches at Mercurio Wealth Advisors. Alan and Troy's team helps with the X's and O's of your financial plan, helping to make sure you have the winning playbook before the clock runs out on your working years. So let's drop the puck, break the huddle, and tip things off. This is Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. Welcome to Retirement 360 with your retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. I'm James Parker. We're going to talk about your money for the next hour. 502-273-1188 or go to louisvillesretirementcoach.com. And when you're building your financial house, where do you even start? Before the foundation even, you have to start with the blueprint. You got to have a plan. But what makes up the essential parts of the house? You got the plan, the foundation, walls, and the roof. But as with any house, uh, you're going to want that foundation first and foremost uh, to be strong and then fortify your entire house around it with the walls and roof. So how does all this work together? Well, that's what we have Alan and Troy here for. They're with Mercurio Wealth Advisors, and they've been doing this financial advisory thing for years. And we're going to show you how it can apply to your situation because there's a lot going on with the market. And I know you're worried about your portfolio, worried about the next downturn. So today you're going to hear a lot about Alan's Retirement 360 game plan and how it could help get you some answers. And we'll probably answer some of your questions on the show today. But look, if if we don't quite get to it, feel free to reach out anytime. 502-273-1188 or louisvillesretirementcoach.com. All right. In the house building arena, we all remember the fairy tale about the three little pigs and the big bad wolf. The wolf would huff and puff, blow every house down, except for the last one because it was built strong. The financial house you build for your retirement should be just as strong as that third pig. So, Alan, why is it important to build a sturdy financial house for retirement? You know, I think in any storm, you have to look at what typically happens. And, And when you look at a house or a structure in any storm, typically the roof is the first thing to go because it's the highest. It's usually the, uh, uh, has the least amount of pressure on it, and and it's going to have a lot of, uh, I guess, the wind can get up under and everything. So I think the reason is obvious that you want to build a plan or build your financial plan so that it can weather the storms of life that we're going to have. I mean, those storms of life can be, you know, it can be a market downturn or something like that, but it also could be having one of your family members fall ill or or losing a family member. And, and what goes along with that from a financial standpoint is maybe losing income that could happen from that point. So building a financial house and building a financial plan towards that house, I think, is the first step in really having a solid game plan for retirement. That's what we do here every day is to help people build those plans. Troy, where do we start when it comes to building the strong financial house Alan's talking about? Yeah, the first place we would start and using this analogy is really providing that income for the foundation. The foundation, anybody that's built a house, you know, after you have that blueprint, you have to build the strong foundations. Foundations typically going to be made out of, if you have any decent builder at all, it's going to be made out of concrete to where it is the strongest part of your house. So you need to have a strong income that provides that strong foundation. So we're going to look at like a social security plan, how to optimize your social security. Do you have pension plans? What type of income do you have coming in on a consistent basis? It won't run out. Um, it could be rental income, could be maybe an annuity income, but everybody's situation is different. That's really what we want to look at to figure out what is creating your foundation. All right. That's what y'all been doing for years, walking through prospective clients through the the process to help them come to the right decisions for them. Y'all call it the Retirement 360 Game Plan, and that's for you, the guy listening, if uh, you're about to retire in the next five years or maybe you've just retired in the past five years. I want you to pick up the phone and give them a call right now. You're not going to get a voicemail. You're going to get John. John's standing by. He's going to tell you what you can expect and what you need to bring to your meeting, and then someone's going to personally meet with you to review your current plan, offer to build you your own game plan. And if you don't quite think you're ready for an office visit, maybe you should do the intermediate step and go to one of their live events that they host in the area. It was always at Ruth's Chris. 
but it's all the same phone number, 502-273-1188 or Louisville's louisvillesretirementcoach.com. You're listening to Retirement 360 with your financial coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. What could happen, Alan, if just one part of the financial house has been overlooked? Well, I guess the honest thing to say is maybe nothing. Maybe nothing at all could happen, but most likely it's going to disrupt your retirement plan. And that's the thing that we are really focused on here when we sit down with somebody is identifying those things that could disrupt your plan, could disrupt your retirement lifestyle is really what we're looking for and trying to avoid those things. I mean, too much risk. If you have uh, your portfolios is still built like it was when you were 40 years old and you haven't changed anything, well, too much risk could cause one really bad year. Mm -hmm. You can go back and look in and we have software that can illustrate this, that if if we plug your exact holdings that you have right now into our program, we can then go back and look and say, okay, what did those holdings produce or how did they react to the last downturn in the market? So we can take them back to March of 2020 if we want to, or we can take them back further to, you know, the financial crisis of 2008. We can take them all the way back to, you know, 2000, 2001 and 2002 and see what that really creates. What kind of stress is that going to cause your portfolio? And that's one of the things that we try to show folks is, is just, well, let's put your plan on a treadmill. Let's run a stress test on it and see if it's going to crack or it's going to show any weakness or anything. So that too much stress or one bad year is one thing. I think one of the other things that I see is just folks just not really paying attention to how they withdraw their assets, which accounts to start with, for instance, that can make a difference in how long the money actually lasts and how long you're, you know, you're going to be able to, to, you know, sustain your lifestyle. So that can create, maybe if you do it in the wrong order, maybe it creates extra taxes that you pay. Uh, and uncle Sam ends up being a, a big part of that. So all of this stuff is what we try to walk through when we're, we're building a financial blueprint or a financial plan. Uh, we call it the 360 game plan because we look in a 360 degree range around your plan to make sure that not only your income is settled, but your plan is solid from a financial standpoint as far as investments. Uh, we look at your healthcare options. We look at your estate plan, everything, your tax plan, all of it together is really what the, the plan is about. Yeah, we really try to make sure you don't have any holes in your current plan. And something that I think Alan kind of missed there, just didn't talk about, is loss of income. If a married couple, one person passes away, you are more than likely losing an income, whether it's a pension or social security. So you got to figure out a way to replace that income if it's needed, or basically just be prepared for it. And that's what a lot of times we see holes in plans. When people come in here for the first time, we see a lot of things that are missed because they've been working with a typical broker that does just really buy and sells focuses on that growth part of a portfolio really doesn't focus on the preservation and the making sure your assets last for your lifetime. So that's really what we're trying to help people figure out. I'm just enjoying surfing through this uh, financial house building metaphor. I just wanted to ask, where does a blueprint fit into this? Like the blueprint for the house, what would that be for the financial advisor world? Well, that would be the financial plan, the, the game plan that we're putting together or you know, whatever plan that you're working with. It's a retirement 360 game plan. That's the only blueprint that you can have. There you go. So, But I think in, in reality, you have to have a written plan of action. You know, you just compare it to something very simple, like going on vacation. You don't typically go on vacation without some kind of a plan. You got to plan what you know what time you're going to take off if you're flying, or what time you're going to take off if you're driving. What route you're going to take, you know, when you're going to stop and get gas, where you're going to stop to have food, what hotels you're going to stay in. I mean, there's planning that goes along with a vacation. People will spend more time doing that in a lot of cases than they will spend on building their retirement blueprint or their retirement financial plan, and that's why we offer as a service just to make sure that we're a good fit for the clients that we accept here, that we're a good fit for them and they're a good fit for us. So we want to make sure that we put this out there as a, you know, it's a kind of a, a, a free service from us because we want to make sure that before we accept somebody's the responsibility of helping guide them through retirement, that they are going to have a successful shot at retirement. And then we're going to do everything we can to make sure that they get there. What about the do-it-yourselfer guy? How do you convince him that he'd be better off getting some help? You know, our our outlook on the do-it-yourselfer, if there are people out there that enjoy doing the research, managing their own portfolios, 
and they're good at it and they can build their own plan. Great. They're usually not a good fit for an advisor, to be honest with you. We work best with people that want a team approach, somebody that they want to have that basically group of CFOs around them to build out their financial world and help them make sure their money lasts for retirement. Some people just want to handle everything on their own and some people want a team surrounded them. That's who we focus on. Yeah. And the way I look at it, James, is that, you know, we all have our special gifts in life and either you're blessed with them from birth or you are somehow you, you work into them throughout your lifetime. And there's many times people will come in here and they'll talk about being a nurse or being a doctor or, or working as an attorney or just working in a factory or what have you, they, you know, work for Ford or, and I I often say, you know, I couldn't do your job. So I wouldn't expect me to be able to sit down and do your job right out of the gate without any problems or mishaps or whatever. And that's why I think most people look to us is because we've been doing this for over 30 years and we've went, we've kind of been through the trenches. We've, we've seen some of the mistakes that people have made. We've been able to correct those over time. And now we have this uh, knowledge whether we're blessed with it or it's just been taught that we have the ability to help people build a plan that's going to avoid, and I'll say 90% of the potholes out there that that could disrupt their plan. We're going to be able to build a plan around that so that they can enjoy the retirement. Yeah. We talk about this all the time, whether it's on the radio, in our classes, in our dinners, or even just in the office with potential clients or our current clients, you know, you get really one shot at this retirement thing. We do this hundreds of times a year that we're able to help clients plan and create their retirement game plan that we call, you know, for the past 30 years, we've been doing just that. We've been walking our prospective clients through a proven process called the retirement 360 game plan. So if you're five years out from retirement or you're already retired, give us a call. John is standing by waiting to talk to you, explain our process, tell you what to look for and what to expect while going through our process so we can build you your own customized retirement 360 game plan. Our phone number is 502-273-1188. Again, 502-273-1188 or louisvillesretirementcoach.com. All right, coming up next, what's your favorite part of the house? I know you're probably not going to say your foundation, but it may be the most important. We'll talk about how the foundation of your retirement isn't very exciting, but it's so important to have. I'm with your retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. I'm James Parker. This is Retirement 360. When you crash your car, you get it fixed. When your computer crashes, you get a new one. But what will you do if you've been saving in a 401k and the market crashes? If you're in your 30s or 40s, you'll be just fine. But if you're in or near retirement, you could be in trouble. Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton at Mercurio Wealth Advisors are here to help. They'll create a retirement 360 degree game plan to see if you're taking on too much risk. Don't let the market control you or your retirement dreams. Call 502-273-1188 today to schedule your visit with Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. That's 502-273-1188. Crashes happen. Are you ready? Mercurial Wealth Advisors, 502-273-1188. Investment advisory services offered through Mercurial Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through Mercurial Insurance Services. Call now to schedule a visit and get started on your Retirement 360 game plan. 502-273-1188. That's 502-273-1188. Welcome to Retirement 360 with your retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. I'm your co-host, James Parker. If you got a question for the guys, 502-273-1188, the website, louisvillesretirementcoach.com. You may want to stop by that website as well if you're trying to find them at some of their live events that they host in the area. Check it out, uh, louisvillesretirementcoach.com, events tab at the top. See when they're going to be at Roos Chris and maybe uh, find the first step to your new financial future. All right, we're talking about, we're just having fun with a little metaphor about house building and how it relates to financial planning. And just like the way uh, you want your house built solid, your retirement needs to be built solid. So, Alan, what's the favorite part of the house for you? The favorite part of my house? Yes. 
Uh, you know, I think <laughs> my favorite part of our house is we just moved in it a couple years ago is really our back patio. So we've got this nice little concrete patio. So we got rid of the old uh, wooden deck, which that's what, that's what we had at the old house and the wooden deck always had to, had to worry about staining it and all this stuff. This is a nice concrete patio that I can go out in the evening. I can take a glass of wine or a glass play of iced tea, play my guitar and play with a dog. And that's, that's irritate kind of, all the neighbors. There you go. That's, that's, that's all, it's, all it's about. But uh, we got a nice, you know, nice furniture out there, a fire pit and all that stuff. So that's where we like to start entertaining with folks. And, and that's kind of the favorite place of, of my house now. Anyway, See, now, Troy, what's the favorite part, your favorite part of your house? It would have to be my outdoor space as well. We just moved into a house a few months ago and two young kids. And so after daycare, it's you have to work hard to entertain them because they're irritable. They're hungry. And we didn't have a place for them to play outside. This house, we have nice flat backyard, got a swing set and stuff. So it's pretty cool to be able to see them go outside and play on the playground. I have a man cave. It's sort of the office on the design of the house. But yeah. I have it's the one room that I get to decorate the way I want, and it looks completely <laughs> different than the rest of the house. And do you have I, any uh, any uh, like uh, stuffed animals or fish or anything hanging off the walls? Or no, no, no stuffed animals. Didn't here. know where you were going with the stuffed animals. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. because the rest of the house is Trophies. lousy with them because I have four young kids. But if I want to go watch a football game and not be bothered by kids running around, I come back here and this is my solace. It's the same function as your back patio, but it's yeah. it's just a uh, my man cave but notice none of us said foundation because that's probably right. the most boring part of your house it's just a big right. concrete block that sits there but i mean your house couldn't stand very long without it so troy what should make up the foundation of our retirement your income i mean you need good steady reliable income and um, that's really what we're looking at when we're building a fiscal house or a financial plan is where's your income coming from? Do you have a pension? Did your company provide you one? Have you already created one on your own with your own savings? I know a lot of 401k plans out there now are allowing you to create an annuity type of income with your 401k that you've saved. So we really focus on that income for the foundation because without a steady paycheck in retirement, you're kind of lost. You don't know where you're expenses are going to be paid from. You don't know what you're going to be able to do because you don't know where your income is coming from. Yeah. And I know that the average listener out there today is probably thinking these guys always talk about income. That's all they want to talk about is income. Well, the reason behind that is again, after 30 years of doing this for folks, we know that when you stop earning that paycheck, when that paycheck, you get that last paycheck that comes in, there is a feeling of loss. You start to think, okay, now what? Where is it coming from next month? Where's it going to, do I just take it out of my 401k that I saved all these years? Or I've got some money over here at the bank, I can probably pull some money out of that. Or do I cash in some stock that I had from the passed down from dad or mom? Or where does that money come from? And so the whole thing is about driving income into your household. How do you continue to flow that income into your life so that you can spend it, you can go to the grocery, you can buy gas at the you know, gas station, you can go to Walmart, you can do whatever you need to do, take your vacations and everything as you want to. That's all about income. That's why we spend so much time talking about it. And that's why it's the important part of the foundation of your plan. So what all income sources should we look to go into the foundation? Because Social Security is in there. Not many of us have a pension, but what other things are we talking about? Yeah, the Social Security is one of the biggest parts. I know a lot of people think just because they turn 62, let's go ahead and take it. You need to run some analysis and really see what works in your plan. See what makes the most sense. Are you going to work longer? Are you going to work past age 62? If you are, it might not make sense to take Social Security earlier. If you have a larger amount in pre-tax money, maybe you want to rely on that a little bit heavier and let Social Security grow as much as possible because we know one thing's a fact. At age 72, Uncle Sam's going to require you to take out that traditional IRA money anyway. So why not utilize a portion of that in the beginning of your retirement? That way you can ha have a higher Social Security payment. So Social Security is one of the first steps. A lot of people don't have the pension, but there still are some companies offering a pension out there. And it comes to a decision with these pension companies. A lot of companies want to buy them out now. 
They don't want that liability on the books. So they're offering you a lump sum of money right now to take the cash or take the monthly pension. I would say 95% of the time people are taking the lump sum because they want control of those assets. You just had a case, what, two weeks ago or a month ago, Mm -hmm. I guess, where a a lady came in, had the same exact thing. She had a nice pension, but they were offering her seven figures, wasn't it? Yes. It was actually a really good buyout. And she actually said that the company reached out and told her that interest rates are increasing. So the lump sum will actually go down because rates are increasing. And this is basically a one-time shot that you have a month to decide whether to do it or not. So it made sense in her plan to go ahead and take the lump sum, build out her own plan. Because one thing that a lot of people don't realize, if you're taking the pension from a company, if you don't select the spousal benefit or the joint income, you pass away, that money's gone. Mm -hmm. The money goes back to the company. If you take it out and build your own pension plan, you pass away, either your spouse is getting the same income or your beneficiaries get it. So it's a win-win. You just, I mean, again, you have to go through the process of of really looking at all options. I mean, can you imagine the situation where this lady has been put in that her company comes to her and says, hey, you got a pension here. We're going to give you seven figures to settle, to buy that pension back from you. And you have 30 days. And you've got 30 days to figure it out. Now you're thinking, oh my gosh. So do I take the money and how, what I do with it when I take it? Or do I keep the pension? And then how's that, which option do I take there? So not being able to shift through all of those options or uh, sift through all those options, excuse me, to, to find out which is best for you. My head would explode if I didn't know what I know about pension options now. And I was trying to figure that out by Google or whatever. So, I mean, pensions are, yeah, only about 13% of the companies out there even still offer them. But those that are offering them are really trying to buy them out. So that's one key part of the foundation is just making sure that you have that income. If you've got a pension, there's a lot of choices to go along with that. And even one thing that we kind of left out is there's a lot of people out there that don't have pensions. So for those individuals on top of Social Security, there's usually some type of income gap, basically your social security minus whatever expenses or income that you want. There's a certain amount of income that you need to create. And if you've saved less than a million dollars, more than likely you need some sort of guaranteed income, some reliable, sustainable income. And we're able to shave a portion of that portfolio off and gear it more conservative, more reliable, but gear it towards income. Well, some of us are going to get kind of a pension. You know, Social Security is pretty much a pension. How are some ways that we can optimize those benefits? Some of the things we've already said, really understanding your situation. But I know Social Security changed some of the rules a few years ago. There used to be file and suspend, file restricted. They don't offer those options. Usually when I bring it up in my class, people get mad. So I don't even talk talk about them anymore. Because then it gets into political conversation. We try to stay away from that. But there's options to where you can take part of your spouse's pension. Maybe your spouse has a lot higher pension. Half of their social security might be more than your full social security. You could take an ex-spouse's social security um, and maximize it that way. So it all depends on the individual situation. Yeah, there's literally, and I just read this a, a few days ago, that there's like I want to say it's like 900 different strategies with social security that you can use. And and I don't attempt to know all of them. Or, but you can sign up in 15 minutes online. <laughs> right. Well, and that's another thing, you know, that the social security administration, the, the people that work there are forbidden to give you advice on which strategy to use. Yeah, And they try to help you and they're really good at setting up your benefits. But I feel like a lot of people go to them looking for advice. That's not what they're yeah, there but, for. Guys. And they can't do that. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's something that you just really have to build into your plan, James. And and look, I mean, we've been doing it for 30 years. So it's it's not like we just started doing this. It's not like that last week we were selling cars and now we're doing financial plans or anything like that. I mean, we've been doing this for 30 years at Mercurial Wealth Advisors, helping people sift through all of the th- options that they have as they go into retirement. And, as, and, you know, if you're sitting there this morning and you're thinking, hey, I've got, I'm five years from retirement. I'm 60 years old. I'm going to retire at 65. 
I need to figure out where I'm at with this thing. Do I actually have a plan? I think I got some investments here. I've got, I got my tax return here. I think I know what I'm doing, but I really don't know. I mean, you need to pick up the phone. Give us a call at 502-273-1188. John will answer the phone. He'll kind of run you through what our normal process is and what you'll need to bring in for a meeting. There is really no stress going to these meetings, folks. If you come in and sit down with me, Troy, or one of our advisors here at Mercurial Wealth Advisors, we have a proprietary process that we've developed over these years that's really going to help you think about your path on retirement and, and whether you're, you know, you're okay or not. And that, I think that's a key part of this is a lot of people just want to know, hey, am I okay? Am I going to make it? And that's what we try to provide you, that information that will allow you to look at your plan and say, yeah, I'm okay, or, or maybe I need a little bit more work. Give us a call, 502-273-1188. We'll set up a time to, to meet with you and go through this process with you. All right, that's Alan Mercurio for Mercurio Wealth Advisors. Along with us is Troy Bolton. Again, the phone number if you have a question, 502-273-1188. We're talking about building your financial house. And coming up in the next segment, we're going to talk about what constitutes the walls and the roof. I'm James Parker. This is Retirement 360. Twenty twenty two will be here before you know it. Act now to make beneficial financial moves before December thirty first. Call Louisville's retirement coach today, 502-273-1188. Welcome to Retirement 360 with Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. I'm James Parker. We're talking about money this hour because that's what we talk about every show. But we're just having fun with uh, the metaphor of building a house and building your financial house and going through the blueprint of putting your house together and the blueprint of putting your retirement plan together. And so we've already talked about the blueprint, the foundation and, and the roof, but what about the walls? What constitutes the walls, Alan? Well, I think that the walls are really where you start to build in some additional protection, but you also build in some extra growth too. We typically use things like dividend strategies where you're, you're buying some stock that pays dividends that you have a little bit more income coming in, that if you need extra income, you've got it. But you're also getting some growth out of those. And when we start to think about the walls, we also look at alternative investments, things that are not completely correlated with the stock market. So if the market's going up, we want our walls of the house that's holding up the roof. We want them to be somewhat separated from what the stock market's doing in many cases. So we might look at some commodities like gold or silver or or things like that, or or we might have some oil and gas leasing trust or some real estate funds or programs that are built in there. Something that's not going to be affected when the market goes down, it's going to still give you that, that solid protection around you. And you're also trying to protect against inflation. In our planning, I know we look at inflation a little bit over 3% because we're looking at the past 100 years of inflation. If you look at the past 10 years, not including 2021, Inflation's only been around 1.65, so mm -hmm. pretty low. And if you're not including inflation into your plan and using a higher number, then your plan in mind is likely to fail because you're not counting on 3% almost losses mm -hmm. against inflation. I had a, and kind of compared to a conversation I had with the lady a couple of weeks ago, she has probably about a half million dollars in CDs. When we started talking about rates she was getting, it was right around one and a half, two percent, but they make her feel good. They're safe. They're protected. Mm -hmm. But I use a phrase that you always use. You're safely going broke against right. inflation. <laughs> right. So when you really look at it, the walls need to still be growing, stay ahead of inflation. You're not focused on it for your foundation of income. You already have that taken care of. So if it fluctuates a little bit, you should be okay. If it's a little shaky, the walls will typically hold up, but we're really wanting to stay ahead of inflation, still grow your portfolio, just protect it as much as possible. Yeah. I think that's a, a good point where you, where somebody has been used to using bank CDs and we know, we all know that they haven't paid much for many, many years now. They still have a job. I mean, they're still they can be part of that foundation, maybe, but they're not going to be part they can of be part of the foundation. They can be part of the foundation, yes. but they can't be really part of the walls or even the roof because 
they're just not providing any opportunity. And we see this all the time, James, is that folks come in, they say they want to get conservative, they want to protect their money, which is fine. I think that's the proper way to go. But then they go too far. They actually, they'll pull everything back. They'll set it over in the bank. They'll, I met with a couple just uh, the other day and they've since become clients. But one of the things that, that he told me was he pulled out in 2008, got out of the stock market in 2008 and never got back in. And you think about that in 2008 to 2021, what kind of a bull run have we had in the stock market? Huge. I mean, it's, he would have had four times the amount of money that he's got now because of of just letting that money sit there and grow. But he didn't have an advisor. He hadn't worked with anybody. He just got scared and never knew when to get back in. And I think that's something that you have to also look at when you're building your plan. Do I have a solid contractor, solid architect that's helping me work through this and work through the problems of what it takes to build a house or to build a plan. It's kind of funny you bring that up, Alan. What'd you go to school for? (laughs) I went to school to be an architect. (laughs) So it kind of goes hand in hand with what we do. Um, We don't build buildings. We build financial plans and retirement plans for our clients. You're really an architect? No, I said I went to school to become an architect. Never did finish it out. You can, I mean, you can ask me whatever. Well, now I feel like I'm butchering the whole metaphor with building a house. I didn't know I was sitting next to a trained architect. I must sound like a cartoon character in describing my thoughts on house building. That's no, been a long time ago. All right. So, I just figured I'd throw that in there because I thought it was kind of fitting. It was you know. completely fit. All right. So look, going through the working years, you might be a little more risky in your approach, accepting of exposure and your investments. But as you're getting to retirement, that has a tendency to change, doesn't it, Troy? It does. And we see it all the time. I mean, you go from your working years where you're focused on growth, 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 because the thing you get to take advantage of when you're working and contributing money, you get to take advantage of volatile markets. You get what's called dollar cost averaging. So when you're dumping money in every paycheck, if the market's down, you get to buy more stocks. If the market's up, yeah, you buy less. But in a down market, when you're still dumping money into a portfolio, your recovery is a lot quicker because you're buying a lot more shares at a lower price. It changes in retirement. You get what's called reverse dollar cost averaging. So instead of putting money in, you're taking money out. So in a down market like 2008, if you didn't have the proper planning, your portfolio drops 40%. Your plan was set up to take maybe 4% of your portfolio. Well, in that year, if your portfolio dropped 40% like the market did, that 4% might be 8 or 10%. So that's really what we're trying to protect everybody against. So I'm going to go back on something you just said, because I think this is so key and most people just missed it. When you're still working and you're investing and you're able to take advantage of the dollar cost averaging and everything, what do you have coming in every month? Paycheck. You have income coming in, folks, and that's why we spend so much time on talking about income, because when you retire, you don't have that paycheck anymore. So it's so critical to make sure that now, as that paycheck has started to dwindle or you you, you see the light at the end of the tunnel, you're going to stop working and you're going to enter this glorious land of retirement. You have to make sure that you have income coming in that's going to sustain you, but you also still have to make sure your money doesn't retire with you, because mm-hmm. if you take it over and put it into the bank and and make it safe. You know, a lot of times that's allowing your money to retire with you. And then inflation's just going to eat your lunch at some point in the future. Are you listening to retirement 360? That's Alan Mercurio along with Troy Bolton. They are your retirement coaches, Louisville's retirement coach.com. And when you talk about these safe savings vehicles, Alan, how much should be putting in those more conservative financial vehicles? And where can we afford to take more risks? Well, and and staying with our analogy of building the house, I think where we take more risk is really in the roof assets. Maybe it's a smaller segment of your portfolio. So maybe if you've been able to save 500,000 for retirement, or maybe you've been able to save a million for retirement, you're going to have some percentage that we're going to really designate towards that growth. Maybe it's only 10 or 20%, depending on what your risk tolerance is. Maybe it's as much as 30 or 40% of your portfolio is going to be geared towards growth because we have to fight this thing that we keep on talking about, this inflation. And then we also have to look at what are the thieves that'll break into your house and take this away? And this is going to be kind of uh, stirring, I'm sure, but the way I'm going to connect this, but you know, it's 
Uncle Sam. I mean, what happens if you take the wrong account and how much is he going to take out of your money that you've got saved? Let's say that you're one of many folks that come and visit us and go through our planning process. All they ever saved was in a 401k or all they ever saved was their 403b at the hospital or something like that. Well, guess what, folks? Uncle Sam has a mortgage on that. You may have saved a million dollars, but you probably only have about 700, maybe 750 that you're going to get to use yourself. The rest of it's going to go to Uncle Sam. And if you do it wrong, he's going to get a bigger portion of that. So I think that's the thing that you have to be careful of, too, is who's going to break in your house? Who's uh, gonna- kind of going with that theme is healthcare. Healthcare oh gosh, could be no. a big thief in your financial house. A lot of people don't consider long-term care options. What happens to you if, let's say you get up in years, you're in your 80s and you have to go to a long-term care facility or you need at-home nursing health care? What do you do? They can possibly completely liquidate your portfolio if your proper planning has not been created. And that's something we're definitely going to try to protect our clients from. Well, when you talk about taking more of that risk with the roof, Troy, what are we talking about here? Are we are we talking about um, which assets? Uh, we're talking about really growth. We're talking about trying to maximize the growth within people's risk tolerance, obviously. But it's kind of the fun part of the portfolio. You know, the foundation, it, it's not very appealing. It's not a sexy topic, really. Mm-hmm. We're talking about income. So it's kind of boring, conservative investments there. The roof is the stuff that gets everybody a little excited We're focused on more growth there. You're not really wanting to use this for any income or anything like that. We're trying to maybe grow those assets for, could be beneficiaries. It could be for any fun stuff down the road. Say, hey, market did great this year. Let's shave a little bit off top and go on our trip to Europe that we always wanted to. So it's really trying to stay ahead of inflation as much as possible. I mean, this year we're looking at what, 6% inflation just Mm -hmm. over the past couple months. So we need to stay ahead of that. You need to make sure your portfolios is growing as much as possible in that roof part of it. As long as the walls and the foundation are already built, then you can have a little bit more fun in the roof side of it. Yeah. And I, I just happened to think of this and while we were talking, I mean, my basement, we moved in this house two years ago and the basement's non-finished and everything. So we still got the boxes and stuff down there. And literally when I walk downstairs, you know, if I'm not careful, I'm walking into a spider web or something. Cause we just don't go down there. It's not that I get on the roof all the time or anything like that, but if I, you know the roof is is going to give us that if I if I did get on my roof as steep as it is, it's it's going to give me some excitement there. But the the thing that I want to make sure of that everybody's understanding is that we have different motives for these sections of the house. The foundation probably you need to be earning three to four percent steady. Your walls you probably need to be pulling in you know, four to five, 6% on a uh, regular basis. The roof, we're going to shoot for double digits in most cases. We want to try to to get the, knock the ball out of the park every once in a while or something like that to get a higher rate of return to, to maybe give us an edge on the, on inflation the next time it comes around. So you just have different motives for different sections of the house of the financial house and the assets that are going to provide that is how we build plans. All right, we're talking with Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. They're from Mercurio Wealth Advisors. Louisville's RetirementCoach.com is the website. The phone number, 502-273-1188, 502-273-1188. Call them or maybe go to their website if you want to go to uh, one of their upcoming events in the area. And maybe they can be your contractor to help you build your financial house. See how I just wrapped it all up there, guys, when that great stuff. I like that. All right, stick around. More Retirement 360 coming right up. When you crash your car, you get it fixed. When your computer crashes, you get a new one. But what will you do if you've been saving in a 401k and the market crashes? If you're in your 30s or 40s, you'll be just fine. But if you're in or near retirement, you could be in trouble. Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton at Mercurio Wealth Advisors are here to help. They'll create a retirement 360 degree game plan to see if you're taking on too much risk. Don't let the market control you or your retirement dreams. Call 502-273-1188 today to schedule your visit with Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. That's 502-273-1188. Crashes happen. Are you ready? Mercurio Wealth Advisors, 502-273-1188. Investment advisory services offered through Mercurio Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through Mercurio Insurance Services. 
Do you know how inflation could affect your retirement savings? The Retirement 360 Roadmap could provide some answers. Call for a complimentary visit now. 502-273-1188. That's 502-273-1188. Welcome to Retirement 360 with your retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. I'm James Parker. If you have a question for the guys, 502-273-1188. We're going to go through the top five things your kids don't want. And I know by that headline, you're probably thinking, what, like vegetables or to take a nap? No, no, no. We mean in adulthood, when you are putting together your estate plan and when you're putting together your will and you're looking at all the stuff in your house, we're telling you, your kids don't want a lot of that stuff. So don't get too excited about giving it to them. All right. And and look, Alan, Troy, have you ever seen the Netflix show Tidying Up? I have not. I've seen Hoarders. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, this, yeah, it's kind of like orders, but this show is about decluttering. And so that's kind of the, the same time we're going to be yeah. talking about. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uncluttering. But, you know, a lot of us keep things around the house that we think are valuable, you know, keepsakes or collections. And, you know, we're going to leave it to our kids or grandkids one day. But reality shows, that's probably not the case. Because, uh, look, a lot of baby boomers and people that are putting their estate plan together right now, they got great homes and they got some really cool, valuable items that have been passed down from their parents or maybe even generations before that. But these things are probably not functional for your kids in their own homes. And so this is the other end of the list, five things your kids don't want. So Alan, hit me up on the article from Forbes.com where they break down the top five. Yeah, this was a, it was kind of funny going through this, but it's very relatable. And I'll I'll give you a story here in just a second, but on the list, first list was steamer trunks, sewing machines and film projectors. I mean, you know, so many families have these things that, that were passed down from the maybe grandma or from mom and dad or whatever, from my generation to and think about getting it in your generation. I mean, you just said, what the heck is a steamer truck? I mean, <laughs> yeah, truck. No clue. I mean, so it's just that these things, you know, you're not going to find value in them or the kids are not going to find value in them. All right. Next, Number four on the list, Alan. Yeah. The next one on the list was porcelain figurines. And I have a, a story for this one too. So the, uh, when uh, I guess it was my wife's mom passed away, or actually before she passed away, she gave Leanne a collection of salt and pepper shakers. And the salt and pepper shakers, I mean, there was, I don't know, probably 50 pair of them or 100 of them total or whatever. There was a lot of salt and pepper shakers, and they were from all over the place. I mean, they collected them, I guess, on their travels or whatever, and she liked them, and Leanne wanted them because her mom had them. And so there was some sentimental value there. But literally, we moved in probably four or five times, and these things never came out of a box. They were always wrapped up in newspaper. I think when I finally unwrapped them and we gave them away, they were wrapped in like 1982 newspaper. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's (laughs) keeping this stuff, it doesn't make sense for in a lot of cases. And the story I was going to relate a minute ago, I just met with a client. She's 85 years old. Her and her sister lived together in a big house here in Louisville, and she loves her house. Granted, they've lived there for over 40 years and uh, she doesn't want to move out of the house because of their age and everything. They are going to build a smaller house closer to the family in Bowling Green, Kentucky, but they're going to keep this house for now. And I don't, I've never been to the house, so I don't know, but I can just imagine it's probably got old art on the wall and knickknacks all over the place. And the kids and grandkids are probably looking at it thinking, oh my gosh, please get rid of that. So I don't have to deal with that later. And she doesn't want to get rid of it because it's been her life. And I understand that, but it's something that you just have to kind of start to look at and say, do the kids really want this? All right. Number three, Alan. All right. Heavy antique furniture. I mean, just think about the furniture that is being built these days and what was built in the late eighties and nineties. And as stuff. soon as you said that a memory popped in my head, our neighbors growing out in Mount Eden, Kentucky, they're old, heavy wood furniture a couple pieces it was wood with these cushions i mean you probably know exactly what i'm talking about had the wood armrest it very dark wood i don't want that stuff was orange (laughs) like a big part of the color scheme they were always orange brown orange brown yellow maybe a little bit of white or beige in there that's 1970 but nobody wants that stuff anymore there might be somebody but no again for me it doesn't work I mean, I guess I'll take it because you can turn around and just sell it online, but um, I don't want the couch itself. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Real quick, you're listening to Retirement 360. These are your Louisville's retirement coaches, 
Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. I'm James Parker. But if you have a question for the guys, you want to contact them at their day job, 502-273-1188, 502-273-1188. And I know we're having a, a little bit of fun with it here, but this is just some of the stuff that uh, these guys deal with on a regular basis because they're financial advisors. And a big part of the Retirement 360 game plan and bundle is this estate planning issue. Just real quick before we get back to the list, I said retirement 360 game plan and bundle. Just explain that in like 30 seconds and then we'll kill the list. Yeah. So the retirement 360 game plan is our process. It's where we sit down with somebody and walk them through uh, where they are currently in their path to retirement. And then the bundle package is really what we offer when you call in. We'll walk you through a process that gives you a scorecard as to kind of show you if you're on track. We'll give you a game plan that's going to include your income plan, your investment strategy, your tax map. All of that's going to be included. And then the final piece of the bundle is really having you sit down with an attorney, local attorney that we've worked out a strategic partnership with, that you can sit down in a conference room and have a discussion with them about your will, your trust, your powers of attorney, all the documents that you need to have in place so that when you walk out on life, all of this stuff is handled. Everything that we've talked about here so far, kind of having fun with, you may actually have all this stuff and you may want to pass this on to the kids. Let's do it in an efficient manner to make sure that they get what you want them to have. And that's what the, the whole process is about. All right. Let's go back to this list here. Top five things your kids don't want. And this is from the estate planning perspective. So when you're putting together your estate or maybe you want to have this chat with your parents when they're putting together their estate. Say, Ma, I do not want this stuff. So far on the list, it's things like steamer trunks, sewing machines, film projectors, porcelain figurine collections, and heavy antique furniture. But we're down to the top two. Alan, on the Forbes list, what's number two? Sterling silver flatware and crystal wine services. I mean, some of this stuff maybe your kids would want, but to be honest, probably not. See, I don't know. That's kind of where I disagree. And I think okay. this gets, I mean, look at prices of this stuff right now. Somebody that's my age with a couple young kids, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to go out and buy really nice stuff like that. So getting stuff like this for my family would actually be pretty cool. And that's kind of what I've been thinking about this whole time is, yeah, there's a lot of stuff here that I wouldn't want for my family, wouldn't want for my parents. But if they talk to me, and sat down, walked through the house and said, Hey, what do you want out of here? If you want something, let me know. If you don't want it, I give you my permission to get rid of it yeah. when I pass. Well, I think you're hitting on a key point there is it's it's all about communication. I mean, we talk about it all the time as having a beneficiary review meeting with our families. And we do that all the time too, where they'll come in and we'll make sure that all the beneficiaries are correct, that they nothing's changed. And most of the time it hasn't, but every once in a while something changes. And you have to update some documents or what have you, but just really having communication and letting them know, hey, mom, I don't want this or, you know, dad, thanks, but you can go ahead and sell that one or give that away or somebody else can have it or give it to my brother or whatever. So, but yeah, I think it's, it's just communication. Well, Sterling Silver Flatware, it's nice and it's probably better than what I'm, I have in my drawer right now, but the silverware I have works just fine. I don't really need another one to, you know, upgrade my silverware. And plus, I mean, how much can you melt that stuff down for these days? Can you get a good price on that at the pawn shop? <laughs> well, and you also got to re- realize, and I realize this, folks, that you're all listening. You're listening to three guys here, the ladies out here that are listening this morning saying, hey, I want that. Don't be giving that away. Don't give away mom's. Oh, this isn't or... an absolute list. That's for sure. All right. We got one left here, Alan. What's what's the number Last one? Last one is fine, get... fine porcelain dinnerware. So you've got a, some nice a dinner set. I don't know how to. Fine china. Fine, fine china, china yeah. Fine yeah. china. You have fine china sitting there in the cabinets and you use it maybe once a year or whatever. Again, I think this is something that's individual. Maybe this is something that you'd want to have just for because it was grandma's or it was great grandma's or, or what have you. But for the most part, most people don't want this stuff. But everybody's going to make their own decision on that. But I think, again, the key is really making sure that you have that talk with them to see if it's something that they you know can use. All right, so there you have it. That's the top five things that your children do not want you to pass down to them. So let's talk about some of the things they may actually want, Alan, when it comes to leaving the legacy. Uh, Would it be a lump sum of money, or do they prefer other assets, or how do you make sure this is done the right way? Well, I think the first thing that you have to do when you start to build out your plan, you want to make sure that you're taking care of you and your spouse 
to get all the way to the end of life. Now we do that in our planning process to get you to age 95. And, and a lot of folks will argue that point and say, Oh my gosh, I'm never going to live to 95 or I don't want to live to 95. Well, what if you do? I mean, we want to make sure that if you do make it age 95 or age 100, maybe you make that centennial list out there somehow, you want to make sure that you got income or you got money to support your lifestyle through that time frame. But if not, if you walk out on life early, how do you, pass this money on? How do you pass these assets on in the most efficient way to your family? And that's really the state planning portion of our retirement 360 game plan is really meeting with an attorney, making sure you got a proper will, a proper trust, proper powers of attorney. Those are key things, folks, that you got to have. And if you haven't had this updated in the last three to four years, it's probably time. You probably need to sit down and talk with somebody to have these documents updated or at least looked at to make sure that they're still on point for you. All right. Thanks, Alan. That's Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. They're Louisville's retirement coaches. If you have a question for these guys or you want to contact them at the office, you can give them a call. 502-273-1188. They work at Mercurio Wealth Advisors. And you're not going to get a phone tree. You're going to get John. John's standing by to answer your call right now. He's going to tell you what you can expect, what you might want to uh, bring to the, the meeting should you decide to come in. And maybe we can get uh, we can get you face-to-face with one of the guys to build you your own Retirement 360 game plan. 502-273-1188 or Louisville's retirementcoach.com. Alan and Troy, thank you very much for your time today. Let's do it again. This has been Retirement 360. By contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions on how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Donald Allen Mercurio and Troy Bolton are investment advisor representatives of Mercurio Wealth Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any client experiences discussed during the show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. Mercurial Wealth Advisors is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any governmental agency and does not provide tax or legal advice. Please consult your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Insurance licensed in Kentucky and Indiana.